sure you have the spiritual nourishment you need to make it through these difficult times. I have a relative with juvenile diabetes, and he's had several close calls with drops in blood sugar. He's now college age and living more independently, but his parents wanted to make sure that he was safely monitored. They acquired a service dog named Arlo, which by scent is able to detect a drop in blood sugar and notifies him when he needs to eat. As a puppy, while his littermates played fetch and swam, Arlo started the training for a life of service. On the surface, it may seem unfair that Arlo had to give up his dog's life for a life of service, and unfortunately, many people in our culture today view Christianity in a similar way. They don't want to surrender their precious free time for church. Why should they waste their time reading the Bible, doing Christian service, or feeling compelled to act in a certain way? They view God as an intrusion to a potentially better, more fun-filled lifestyle. Christians are not immune to this mindset. In fact, God's love and grace can even lend itself to an attitude of apathy and laziness at times. Romans 11.6 says, We've been saved through grace and not by works, right? So why should we spend our lives doing good works when we could be doing our own thing? I'll suggest three reasons. The first is that we were created to do good works. We're pretty familiar with Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, where we are told that we are saved by grace through faith. But verse 10 says we are God's workmanship. Another translation says masterpiece, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he prepared in advance that we should walk in them. It is clear, although, that we are not saved by good works, that the Lord has created us to do good works. In fact, if we were to avoid doing the good works that God has planned for us, we'd be overlooking the whole reason that we were created in the first place. Would you spend the money on a smartphone only to use it as an alarm clock? Would you buy a sports car or a new truck and leave it in the garage just to listen to the stereo? Of course not. While the phone and vehicle are serving a purpose, they are not being used in the way they were designed and intended. And they are definitely not fulfilling their potential. In the same way, our God-given purpose and potential will never be fully realized unless we do the work which He has created us for and called us to. 1 Peter 4.10 says, As each one of you has received a gift, use it to serve one another. Next, good works are evidence of our salvation and bring glory to God. In James 2.17 we read, Faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. And verse 26 says, As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. Now, it may seem that the Bible is contradicting Romans 11.6 we mentioned earlier, but James is not teaching here that we are saved by a combination of our faith in Christ and our good works. His point was this. We don't do good works in order to be saved or to stay saved. Christ is sufficient for that. No, we do good works because we are saved. The evidence of faith in Christ is good works. Good works are not the root of our salvation, but they are the fruit of our salvation. The evidence of our salvation also brings glory to God. Christians have a difficult but important role in this sinful world. We're put here to fulfill God's purposes so that others might see Him in us and through us. God has a mission for us to do in His name. Matthew 5.16 says, Let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. This outward evidence is not a witness in itself, but it does give us a platform to witness. Our works should complement the gospel message that we carry. Finally, good works are fulfilling and will be rewarded. We've all heard stories and may know of unbelievers who lived a long and prosperous life before trusting Christ at an old age. Their earthly years were filled with personal indulgence and very little concern for God until the very end. It might seem like these people found a loophole in the system. After all, they got to live a fun, carefree life on earth and still inherited a glorious eternity in heaven. Although this scenario may sound slightly unfair at first, 
Christians should really have the opposite viewpoint. Pursuing worldly things in this life will never bring true satisfaction. A lifestyle void of a relationship with God and service to Him misses the most important aspects of true contentment. There is complete joy that only a close relationship with God can provide while here on earth. Then there's the fulfillment of doing what God created us for. And finally, we get the opportunity to gain a heavenly reward for our efforts here on earth. As Matthew 6, 19 and 20 remind us, Don't store up your treasures here on earth where moth and rust destroy. Rather, store up your treasures in heaven. Going back to Arlo, he was bred and born to serve. He's completed his training. He doesn't complain or run away. Furthermore, he is the happiest when he's fulfilling his purpose as a service dog right alongside his master. Arlo now has a special place in the family. While he lives a life of service, Arlo also experiences a love and joy that many other dogs never will. But it all started by learning to listen and submit to his master. The same concept applies to us Christians as well. 1 Peter 5, 6 says, So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time he will lift you up. But what if I miss out on all that life has to offer? Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. The God who created us for a special purpose doesn't want us to be bored or unhappy. He calls us to use what we enjoy and do best for his glory. That's when we'll feel the most complete. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for loving us and bringing us into your family. We know that you have designed us specifically for the purpose that you called us to. Give us the wisdom to know where to get involved and the courage to do it. Then let us find joy and satisfaction in service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Join us here Monday through Friday for more devotions from our pastoral staff and on Sundays for services streamed live on YouTube and Facebook. You can also join us in person on Sundays for service at 9 and 11 and also at 6 p.m. for our evening service. Go to our website, www.bfcsebring.com for links to services and be sure to download our new app. Have a blessed day.